Okay, dokey. Here we go. Today's daf is daf chav dalit, and we pick up on the bottom of chav gimel amud beis twenty three b. We're up to the words neima kitanoi, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten lines from the bottom of chav gimel amud beis. And here we go. All right, and we were discussing um, whether the the haitzas uh, was an actual Aveda that they wore the four garments for, or did they wear only two out of the four garments? Was that, was that what was crucial? And the machlekes that we had between the two beloved brother-in-laws, Reish Lakash and Rebbechinon, were now going to ask in the Gemara, ask Ashayla, perhaps that their machlokas concerning the Hitzah Sadashan was actually already argued. And that's where we pick up. Nema ketanoi. Zok the Gemara. The Kayan has to wear his uh, his tunic and his pants. Al on his flesh. Why do you say you got to wear it in your flesh? Why do you say he's got to wear it? Okay. To let us know that you need to wear the mitznefes, the hat, and the avnate by the haramas hadashin. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi says, in other words, what Rabbi Yehuda is telling us is that uh, the Harama Sadeshen is considered the Avaida and you must wear all of the Begadim. Rabbi Yehuda says, It's coming to include the Big Day Kayin Gadol and Yom Kippur, Shekshirim the Kayin Hedyat. To let us know that a regular Kayin Hedyat, this that it says Yobash, is letting us know a standard Kayin Hedyat um, is allowed to wear those same garments as the Kayin Gadol and Yom Kippur. Why would I? So the question is that why is that unique over here? Teretz is because if you think about it, usually the Kayin Gadol wore the Shmaina Begadim, the eight garments, the vestments that was different from the standard Kayin Gadol Yom Kippur when he only wore four white garments. So a regular Kayin Hedyat kind of has the same, uh, he's got the same uh, uniform. So I would think that maybe you can't, uh, a Kayin Hedyat can't use something that the Kayin Gadol used even though it's the same style of garments, since it says Yobash, it's letting us know that a Kohen Hedyot may actually wear it. Amar Rebbe. So Rebbe responds. So we have a Machlaikas. Okay, what's the Machlaikas? We have uh, Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Daisa. Rebbe Yehuda saying the word Yobash is letting us know that both the... Ter- the um, that the... the, um, uh, the Metznefes and the Avnate need to be worn for the Harama Sadeshan. And Reb Daisa says, no, it's referring to the, the Begadim of Yom Kippur that a regular Kain Hadyat is permitted to wear it. Amar Rabbi. Rabbi says, I got two things to say about this. First of all, it can't be that the same exact garment that the Kain Gadol wore in Yom Kippur, a regular Kain Hadyat is allowed to wear on a standard day. You know why? Because remember, we had a whole sugya about whether the belt of the kain gadol was made strictly out of linen, and the one of a standard kain was made of was uh, shatnis, right? So on Yom Kippur was it mamish completely linen? So first of all, he says you can't tell me it's the same exact four begadim because the belt is different. And furthermore, begadim chamura. We know there's a rule: you can only go up in holiness and and uh, garments that were worn for strict 
uh, um, kedusha for a strict avayda for a very high level of avayda on Yom Kippur. Tishtamish behem kedusha kala. Can you now use it on a regular day? says Rabbi Turav Daisa, who interpreted the pause like this. Rather, what does it mean, Yobash? We now turn to the top of today's daf, Tav Chav Dalit, page twenty-four. The Rabbi says Ashkakim. This is letting us know that uh, Kayin is allowed to wear previously worn garments for the Avod. Okay, now previously worn, we know is allowed to be because remember there was a whole. Uh, position set up in the base Hamikdash to make sure that every Kayan was wearing their garments and they were mamish, you know, and everything's pressed amazing. And um, and obviously garments that are previously worn were allowed to be used again. Over here we're saying that even garments that kind of are are lacking in in uh, their in their newness. Okay, but garments that are lacking in the, they, they they don't look so fresh. Still it's going to be uh, still it's going to be permitted to use those begotten, obviously not if they're worn out to a point where they're where they're uh, you know you could tell, but when it's just reused, that's certainly okay. Says Reb. Okay, says the Gemara. Viter in the Psukim. Okay, now keep in mind, why are we uh, quoting this brisa? Because we had a previous machlekes between Reb Yechanan and Reish Lakish about the begadim worn by the separation of the ashes. Okay? That, that's the machalikas. And we're saying, name a ketanai. We haven't yet discussed the separation of the ashes. So we're still building up till then. Benicham Shah, the Kayin leaves his begadim there. It lets us know that the Kayin Gadol needs to put these begadim into shatness. Okay? Very interesting. So these begadim are never allowed to be used again. Now, can Rav Daisa agree with this? Rav Daisa just taught us that the begadim of the Kayin Gadol was reused. So how, can, how is he going to interpret the words Vehinicham Sham, which seem to imply that they put those garments at the Shemus? I thought according to you, Rav Daisa, they're allowed to be reused. Rav Daisa, I mean, Rav Daisa is going to say, no, it wasn't put into Shemus. Wasn't put into Geniza, into hiding, into burial, right? Rather, what did they do? It was allowed to be reused by a standard Kayin. Why does it say leave it there? To let us know that you're only allowed to use it once on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to reuse a previously worn garment of Yom Kippur. Okay? Other people, saves Rav Daisa, can use the garment of the Kayin Gadol on a regular day. However, the Kayin Gadol is not allowed to reuse them, nor can another Kayin reuse a, a, a previously Kayin's garments that have been worn on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, they need to be brand new. Okay. Now, my love, welcome with me. Let's say this back and forth machlekes is of, of uh, Rebbe and Rav Daisa. Is the following? Demar Samar Avaydi. One says that the Ramas Adeshen is considered the Avaida. Umar Samar Lav Avaydi, and the other Mandi Omar holds it's not it's not an Avaida. Now, listen to this. How how are we going to connect this? This is beautiful. The Kaingado on Yom Kippur. Remember, he, he changed out of his begadim. Okay, he changed out of his begadim by the separation of the ashes. So. According to Rabbi, according to Rabbi Yehuda, by the Ramasadasha, and you're going to have to wear all of the garments. It's mom is going to be, and Rashi 
Rashi spells this all out for us, okay? It's mamish uh, mam going to be that you need all our Babagodim, the entire uniform needs to be worn by the Haram HaSadashan. And Rav Daisa, who has a whole different approach to this, and he says, no, it has nothing to do with what you wear, when you wear, rather it's just letting us know that other Kaihanim are allowed to wear the same Begadim, perhaps he's, he's barking up a totally different alley because he holds it's not a chilek of the Abayda in the first place. And therefore you don't need all of the Begadim to be worn and maybe it's not even considered used for an Abayda. Says the Gemara, no. That assumption is a mistake. Don't make, don't make that your premise. Why? The Kuliyam Abayda. Really, everybody agrees that the Rama Sadashan is an Avaida. One holds you need a Pasuk to include um, the Begadim to be part of the Avaida. And if they says you don't need a Pasuk to include the, the tunic and the belt to the Avaida. Okay? Now, why would I think otherwise? If this is an Avaida, why would I think otherwise? So Rav Yehuda says that since the Torah specifically mentions the tunic and the pants by the Haram HaSadashan, I would think that these are the only begadim, even the, even if, okay, even if it's part of the Avaidah, but these are the only begadim required um, over here. I'm sorry, not even if. Because, because the Torah specifically mentions these two, maybe the Torah is hinting to me it's not the Avaidah, and therefore, I don't need all four. So why do I need the Pasuk of La Yilbash, that you're not allowed to wear it on anything besides directly on his flesh? It's letting us know what Taka is part of the Avaidah. Rabbi Yehuda would have thought it's, in Rabbi Yehuda's Havamida, he would have thought it's not part of the Avaidah. Kamash Malan, he says the Pasuk is, it is part of the Avaidah. While Rabbi Daisa holds that the reason why we're mentioning specifically the, the tunic and the pants is to let us know that it's just giving examples. It's giving examples of garments that the Kaya needs to wear. We know we're listing two out of the four, and therefore it's, it's just letting us know, clarifying that this is part of the Avaida, that all Arba Begodim, all four garments must be worn for. Period. Okay. We're done. All right. That wrapped up yesterday's uh, Sugya on the Machlekas Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yechen. Okay, we tried saying it's the same machlekas Rav Dyson and Rav Yehuda. Says the Gemara Kamash Malan, it's not. It's a whole separate machlekas. They're just, Rav Dyson and Rav Yehuda are just simply arguing over what the Havamina and Maskana is to the Pasuk of Lo Yobash. Okay, period. Boy Rav Avin, Rabbi Avin asked the question, searching for information. Trumas Hadeshen Bekamo, how much ashes do you need to do for the Trumas Hadeshen? The initial amount that was taken to the bottom of the Kevesh and put onto the floor that miraculously was swallowed in. The Trumas Meiser, do you learn it out from the Allah of Trumas Meiser? How much Trumas Meiser is given? A tenth, okay, 10%. I Trumas Midyan Yafin Allah. Or do we learn it out from the truma of Midian? Okay, this is very interesting. When Klai Yisrael went, the, the, this, the, the Torah tells us, in Dvarim, Klai Yisrael went to fight against the Midianim. And um, we brought everything back to our camps. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Maisha to tell Klai Yisrael that everything that was taken from the Midianim 
should be split 50-50 between the rest of Klai Yisrael, she got 50%, and whoever went to battle could split the remaining 50% equally, meaning all the soldiers got a much higher percentage than somebody who did not go out and fight. Okay? However, they were instructed, they were obligated to go ahead and give 10% of what they got to the, uh, the Kaihanim. Okay, I'm sorry, they gave one five hundredth, not, not ten percent. They gave one five hundredth to the uh, to the Kaihan. That was the halacha. And um, therefore, the since we have the word here of Truma, so we we find that times Shuma Kamin ten percent. Okay, interestingly, we're not even talking about the standard Truma that we have now of two percent, okay, but the, the separation says either is it ten percent or is it much less? That's the Shaila. Truma Sadesha and Bekam. How much of the ashes? What percentage of the ashes needed to be separated? So Gemara says, Tashma, come and listen, we'll try to prove it. It says by the uh, by the Truma Sadashan that you Vehirim Sadashan, and it says uh, uh, also part of the Kayan Zavaida that by the Karba Mincha he takes the three fingerfuls of flour. Malalam Afkan So you want to know how much? It's not 10%. It's not a 500. The amount of Truma Sadeshan was the amount that is, that is scooped up in three fingerfuls. Okay, fine. So now we know the halacha, and that is the halacha. That is the halacha of how much uh, must be given. Interestingly, you know, if you if you think about it, Rav Oven had a shaila, and you know, this is it's a, a gavaldika message. It's a gavaldika lesson. It happens to me all the time. You'll, you'll, we call up a Rebbe, we call up a Rav, we call up a, one of our mentors, you know, with a Shiloh. We say, do we do it this way or that way? And all of a sudden, they give us an answer that wasn't one of our choices that we offered. <laughs> that, that wasn't on the menu for us. Because the Teretz is, you know, what, what the people who see MS see MS. Rav Oven didn't give a Kaimitz as one of the options for the true Masadashan. He's like, I'm, I'm not sure. Not sure. Is it ten percent? Is it a five hundred? What is it? Yeah. So says the says the Brisa, the Tani Rebchia. It's neither. It's neither. It's a, it's a kaimitz. Amarav. Here we go. Amarav. Rav says Arba Avaydah Zor Chayav Alei Misa. There's four Avaydahs that if a non kain does them, he's Chayav Misa. Zrika, the sprinkling of the blood of Akhtar, the burning of Nisachamayim, the pouring of the water of Nisachayim, the pouring of the wine. Believe the Amar Levi says Av Shuma Sadashet. Even the Shuma Sadashet, if a non kain does it, he's Chayav Misa. V'chein Tani Levi v'Mas Nisay. And Levi also taught in in, uh, in a Mishnah Abtruma Sadeshan that Levi agrees that you're even doing it by you're you're even gonna be Chayav for Truma Sadeshan. So we're just backing up that this is the opinion of Levi. Okay? So what do we have right here? A machlaikas. We have machlaikas between Rav and Levi. Rav says you're Chayav Misa. Now we're talking about Misa Bide Shamayim. Okay, Misa in heaven. So you're Chayav Misa for sprinkling the blood. Burning of the fats and limbs, pouring of the water, pouring of the wine. That's Rav. Levi argues. And Levi says, he agrees with the first four, he throws in a fifth. And he says, Av Truma Sadeshan. So now we're going to get into this Machlaikas. Why did Rav leave out Truma Sadeshan? And why does Levi put it in my time with the Rav? What's the reason for Rav? It says the Pasuk, You are, and your sons. You are to protect the kohen and hold varim is back. Everything regarding them is back. Ulmi bayis la parechas vavadem. 
Yeah, and anything that has to do with the uh, with the mizbeach and anything that goes on inside the curtains, that is your avaida. That is your avaida. Okay, only Aaron and his sons, only the kahan. Avaida smatona, a avoda of a present of avoda. Etain eskuhunaschem, I've given to your kahuna the hazar hakarev. You must, and hazar who comes close. Yumas will surely die. It's going to be Chayav Misa Bidei Shemayim. Now, Avoidas Matana, you see from over here, in Avoida of giving is Chayav Misa Bidei Shemayim. V'loya Avoidas Siluk. Says Rav, not in Avoida of Siluk is to remove, to separate. Okay? So the Truma Sadeshim, we're, we're not adding anything. We're removing something is not going to be Chayav Misa Bidei Shemaim. This is Rab Svar, why he left out Truma Sadeshim from being Chayav Misa. Va'avadatem, and this is what you shall do, the Kehanim. Avoid the Tama, which means a, a uh, completion of the Avaida. Okay? Va'avadatem, it's got to be a complete Avaida, which tells me Avaidatam, Avoid Avaida, Sheshachri Avaida. And not an Avaida that needs another Avaida. After it, okay. So, Memela, um, you know, when you have, um, you know, well, the other list that Rav gave us were all final steps to complete uh, an application of the Avaida. But over here, the Truma Sadashin itself is part of a larger and greater Avaida. It's not a completion of an Avaida, and therefore, says Rav, there it's not included in the Misa Bideshamai. Okay. That is Svaras Rav, Vilevi. But Levi says, you are Chayim Misa Bidei Shemayim for Truma Sadeshim. What's going to be the Svara of Levi? What's his logic? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Rachmana Lachol Devar Ramazbeach. He says the Torah included this, uh, the Truma Sadeshim, when it says, Vachol Devar Ramazbeach, and Ramazbeach needs Truma Sadeshim. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Rav. You know, granted, you want to make your, your drasha, but your drasha on that part of the Pesach, to me, contradicts the other part of the Pesach that says, L'chol Dvar HaMezbeach. L'chol Dvar HaMezbeach means anything that's got to do with the Mezbeach's needs, and the Truma Sadashan is a need of the Mezbeach. So what's Rav going to respond to Levi now? Says the Gemara. V'rav, ahu, That's including the seven sprinkles that go on on the inside Mezbeach, Bishab and and as well as the sprinkling of the Mitzayra. We know that uh, Mitzayra is Tommy for seven days. On the eighth day he comes and he, gets, and, uh, he brings Carbonus and we, he sprinkles his oil. So, um, um, so you see from over here that um, you see from over here that I would have thought if it's, a reg- if it's a general sprinkling, for example, the sprinkling is done on the inside of the sprinkling of Mitzayra, which is not on the regular Mizbeach, so it's not considered Dvaram Mizbeach, it's not considered part of the Mizbeach, Komash Malon, therefore says Rav, the Torah is letting us know, Lechol Devaram is Beach, even if it's not a sprinkling of blood, even if it's sprinkling for something else, Devaram is Beach, so that is included as well. Velevi, Nafkalemi, Devar, Vechol, Devar. He says his extra word, Vechol, I could have learned that out anyway, and therefore I'm sticking to my guns. Rav, Devar, Vechol, Devar, Darish. period. Okay, fine. So, as far as the back and forth, between Machlekes, Rav, and Levi, as to which Avodas, a Zar, a non-Kohen, is Chayav Mizbe Shemayim, Rav lists four, Levi adds Truma Sadeshan, each one just explained 
why they're coming from their viewpoint. Okay, each one challenged each other. They gave answers. We're good. Now that they're done, we're going to question Rav and Levi. Okay, and try to understand their halachas from various other places. the Gemara, the Gemara says, one second. Why don't we say, Everything regarding the Mizbeach is a general statement. Avaidas matana only in avaida that gives. That was Rab's logic, right? Not in avaida of separation. That was Svaras Rab. That is a prat. That is being more specific. So we have a klalu prat. We have a general word and then a specific word. We know the rule is in bechlal alamasha beprat. When you have something general and then something specific, the rule is the specific afterwards is telling us how to understand the generalization. And you could only include in the generalization things that have to do with the specific. Avaidas matona in. Avaidas look light, which seems to imply like Rav, not like Levi. And for the Gemara, Amakra, the Pasuk tells us, we now turn to the top of Omud Beis. And that which is inside the Paraiches, you shall do the avaida with el mi based parechos, which means anything inside the parechos, inside the curtain. Who the That's where you're only chayav nisde shemayim if it's a giving avaida, but not by a separating avaida. But if it's outside the separation, meaning it's outside the curtain, outside the kodesh hakadoshim, in the regular area, then afilu avaida siluk says Levi, um, you're even going to be chayav nisde shemayim for a removal avaida. Okay, again. Rab challenged Levi. It says that you got to be within. And it's got to be, you know, it's got to be a, an Avaidah of giving up. Says Levi, Rab, no. That's talking about an Avaidah in the Kedush HaKadoshim. A standard Avaidah is still like me. And uh, even if it's a separation Avaidah, you could be Chayav Misa, Bidei Shemayim. Says the Gemara, Yochi Yifso, Vavadtem Nami. When it says, Vavadtem as well, Elmi Beis Laparaiches, to that which is inside the Kedush HaKadoshim, right inside the curtain. We should say it's an avayda, only something that completes the avayda, not an avayda that has a that is just part of a greater process and has another avayda after it. But we could imply that outside the kodesh hakadoshim, even avayda that has another avayda um, after it should be chayav misa. So Levi, if you're gonna if you're gonna follow your viewpoint that it's only talking about inside the kodesh hakadoshim and not outside the kodesh hakadoshim. Why are you agreeing that when it comes to that the only things you're included in, in Misa B'day Shemayim are final steps of Avaida? It shouldn't only be final steps of Avaida. We should say only when it's final step of Avaida in the Kedah Shekadoshim. But even outside the Kedah Shekadoshim should be a problem. The Gemara says, Va'avadtem, you should serve them. Hodar Arvei Kra. Since it says, we're going back and connecting everything. Memela. The the uh, the chiyuv for it being the final step in order to be chayav misde shemayim applies both inside the kodesh hakadoshim and outside the kodesh hakadoshim. Period. Levi sticking to his guns. All right. We thought we blew him out of the water. We said Levi. One second. You got to be wrong um, because it says lechol devar hamizbeach. It's a, it's a klalu prat. Says Levi, you're misunderstanding where the Klalu Prat applies to. That's only inside the Kaidesh HaKadoshim. It doesn't apply outside the Kaidesh HaKadoshim. Okay. Now, 
just keep in mind, there's something very, very interesting. And that is, if a person, according to Levi, who just said that the Misa Bidei Shamayim applies outside the Kedosh HaKadoshim and not inside, because that's where the Pasuk L'chol Dvar is referring to, seems to be that if a czar does the Truma Sadeshan in the Kedosh HaKadoshim, okay, he's not going to be Chayim Yisdei Shemayim. Or if he does it outside the Kedosh HaKadoshim, you will be Chayim Yisdei Shemayim. Alright? So keep that in mind. Lefi Shittas Levi, we're going to have a Kula, a, a seemingly a seeming leniency for um, what, what seems to be a leniency for the uh, the Kedosh HaKadoshim. Okay, but let's let's keep this in mind. It says the Gemara like this. By Rava, Rava asked the Shaila, what is the what is going to be the halacha of removing the any removing the ashes in the heichal lefnim medaminale? Is it considered like the kodesh hakadoshim according to you, Levi? And there's no chiyah of misa b'dei shemayim oylachutz medaminale, or is it considered the general area? And there is chiyah of misa b'dei shemayim. So hadar poshte mi base ule mi base. Okay. Mi base means mamish inside, ulami base, and that which is inside the home. Okay? What is what is the extra ulami base? It could have just said mi base, that which is inside. What are you adding in? It must be we're adding in an additional area, which is even in the Heicho, we're going to be lenient, and there's not going to be a chiyav misadei shemayim in the Kaidash HaKadoshim or in the Heicho. Okay. Now, says the Gemara. Alright. Says the Gemara Elameyato but you Rava but now Zar Shasidur it's a shulchan lechayav if a Zar says of lechem upon him he should be chayav misa and if that's true because it was done in the Kaidesh it was done in the Heichel so why isn't why isn't this on Rav's list? Rav should list this. Right? And says the Gemara uh, no, I'll tell you why you're not chayim misa b'dei shemayim because you also have the sidor bezichin, and which is the final step of the lechem aponim. You also have to set up the levaina. The lechem aponim is not done; the levaina set it up. So, granted, it's an avayda b'pnim, but it's not the final step of this avayda, and therefore you're not chayim misa b'dei shemayim. Sidor bezichin chayim. Okay, fine. So include sidor bezichin. No, all right, fine. See, also in this area, sidor bechayim misa b'dei shemayim. Says the Gemara, no ikos siluk vaktar. You also have the siluk, the, the removing of the levina and the burning of the ashes. Okay? Now, the question is, I so include this. This is going to be the final step. The answer is, it is included. Because remember, one of the four was, was haktara, was the burning. So we could just say that the burning, which we thought was the general, you know, hector, the general burning of the limbs, the fat, can also extend to over here, which would be the the haktara of the levina, the burning of the levina, and therefore we don't have that question. All right. Zok the Gemara, Vaiter, Zor Shasid, Zamanar Lechayev, according to Yorava, that a person who does the Avaida. Um, a, a person does the a final step of the Avaida. In the Heichel, 
is going to be Chayim is Deshemayim, so a Zor who sets up the Menaira should be Chayim. So the Gemara says, no, Ikan is not Psilu. Because just setting up the Menaira also needs additional steps. You also have to uh, put the wick in. It's not enough to just put the oil. I know some Psilu Chayim. Okay, so putting the wick should be Chayim is Deshemayim. The Gemara says, no, Ikan is not There's the oil. Lighting the menorah is not the avoda. Okay. Now, um, there's actually those who paskin that if a czar lights the menorah, it's a valid lighting. Okay, it's, it's not supposed to be like that. Um, but there are those who paskin it would uh, it would be uh, it would be valid. Okay, so none of these avaidas are leading to a forbidden avaida. And the Gemara is going to say, "What are you talking about? One, whoa, 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 whoa! Back up a minute. How's that possible? The light? You you seriously telling me lighting the menorah is not an avaida in the base hamikdash? But we learned in the brides of an awesome the sons of Aaron put the fire in the Mizbeach and they set up the wall, which lets us know that they would they would light the small pieces of wood, kosher. It needs to be set up and start the fire by a kain kosher, and with a klishares. So you see, lighting the menorah, mamish, you need that initial match to be lit by a kain. It must be a chilek of the avaydas. The Gemara says, you're right, the initial lighting. The actual halak of the menorah itself, when you're not starting out that flame, is uh, is not considered part of the avayda. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? One second. But now, if a non-kayan sets up the wood on top of the mizbeach, he should be chayav misa, because we know this was an avayda, setting up the wood on top of the mizbeach, for the fire is the Avaida, and um, therefore we should add it to Rav's list of things that if a czar does, is Chayim Misa Bidei Shamayim. The Gemara says, no, Kazika Siddur Shnei Gizrei, um, yeah, Kazika because that's not the completion of the Avaida. They also had, once it got going, the additional two big pieces of wood that were thrown onto the, uh, onto the, uh, the logs. Says the Gemara, Siddur Shnei Okay, so what about the placing of those two things? We should add that to the list. So the Gemara says, no, Ika Siddur Avar. Because the whole purpose of those things, that's also not the completion of the Avaidah, because they had to burn the limbs. I have Amar Avasi, Amar Avyechanon, Zar Siddur Shnei Gezer Eitzim Chayav. Okay, now if you're going to, if you have an opinion that one who throws the two blocks of wood, if you're a non Kayan, is going to be Chayav Mizdei Shemayim, it must be that we view that as the completion of the Avaidah and not. And it's not the limbs that are the completion of the Avaidah. So Mara says, No, there's a machlaikas about this. One holds it is the Avaidah. And that's why Rabbi Yechanan, and that's why Rabbi Yechanan says that if a czar does it, you're going to be Chayim Misdei Shemayim. He taka holds that you're done once you put the two logs down. And Rav is going to argue. And Rav is going to say it is not a completion of the Avaidah until you actually place the Avarim on it. Tanya Kavase de Rav, Tanya Kavase de Levi. A Brisa supporting Rav and a Brisa supporting Levi. Let's go back to their Machlaikas. We haven't gone too far from their Machlaikas. Let's just remind ourselves. 
Rav gave a list of four avodas that if a non kohen does them, is he's going to be chayav misa bideshamayim. That was Rav's list. Levi added on a fifth avodah, truma sadesh. Okay, that's what Levi added on. So we're going to have a brisa that proves Rav, and we're going to bring a brisa that supports Levi. All right. And uh, this is going to wrap up the sugya. Once we quote these two prices, we're then going to move back to the raffles of the kaihanim. So let's wrap up the sugya over here. Tani Kavasi, the Rav. What's the price that, that shows that Rav is correct? These are the avaydas. These are the, the avaydas that if a non-kayan does them, it's Sprinkling of the blood, whether it's in the heichal, or whether it's in the Kaddish HaKadoshim, the a person who sprinkles the blood of a Chattas a bird Chattas, the a person who squeezes out the blood of the bird Oila, the and a person who burns the bird Oila, okay, after they would, they would uh, uh, use the thumb and the nail to shech the bird, they would squeeze out the blood on the side of the Mizbeach, a person who does nisuch, uh, does pourings of three lug of of water or three lug of wine. All these things you're going to be chayav misa bidei shamay. Okay, this is the minimum amount of the wine that the, the water that's poured by simchas beis and the wine for the korbanos. Okay, so why is this a proof to Rav? Because you see from over here that one of the things that you're chayav misde shemayim for is not the truma sadashan. We don't list the truma sadashan here. And since the truma sadashan is not listed, it must be, or that's found the pin of Rab, because Rab didn't list it either. Okay. This Bryce will be a question on Levi, because Levi says truma sadashan is included, and it doesn't follow him. So how could he argue? Because he's got his own Bryce backing him up. Let's read that. Tanik Kabasi to Levi. We have a brisa that seems to imply, like Levi, These are the avaydas that a non kayin is chayv misa b'dei shemayim hamirim es hadeshen. Boom. Yeah. V'shev azoy shemifnim and the seven azoy since I have v'shev mitzayra and the sprinkling of the mitzayra. Right? We spoke about earlier with the mitzayra's oil. V'hamayla gavya v'zbeach min davar kosher bein davar puzzle. A person who brings up on the Mizbeach, whether it's Dover Kosher, whether it's Dover Puzzle, you see very clearly a Brisa listing the Ramasadashan, which seems to imply like Levi. Period. End of that proof to either side of the Machlaikas. And now the Gemara is going to get us back to the topic of the uh, of the uh, raffles of the Kahanim gathering together specifically specifically when did the Kahanim gather together for their raffles all right so here we go let's get back to our sugyo we're up to the words lama mafisa okay why did they do a pious okay for the we're about the 10 11 lines from the bottom of Chavdal Ramabes here we go Says the Gemara, Lama Mafisim, why did they do these lotteries, these raffles? Kidamaran. I mean, <laughs> hello, 
I mean, we had a whole sugya earlier. There was machloikas that was starting. There were fights that were breaking out. We explained very clearly who, uh, why it was necessary to have these raffles, these lotteries. So the says, no, here's my question. I would rather, lama mefisim v'chayzrin u mefisim. Why did they do lotteries multiple times a day? They, the Kahanim came back a few times. They came back four times throughout the day to go through this lottery. And what the Gemara wants to know is, why couldn't they just do the lots by the Trumas Hadeshen first thing in the morning and do it for every Avaida? You're going to make every Kayan gather together again? Why? You know, beginning of the day, say, hey, here's the list, here's the menu of the Avedis that need to be done, and let's let's knock it all off right now. Omar Rabbi Echanan. Rabbi Echanan tells us, a big, 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 big Yisait. All right? Some people know how to use utilize this more than others. Omar Rabbi Echanan, Kedei lahargish kol ha'azara. To create feelings throughout the entire Azara. As we say in camp, there's a motto, HLH, Hakol Lefi Hasaik. All right? Depending on how much you psych something up, that's how effective it's, and that's how exciting it's going to be. HLH. Says the Gemara, it just, it, it, the Kahanim knowing there's going to be more raffles that day, more lotteries that are going to be taking place, kept the momentum going throughout the day. Shenamar. As it says, Asher Yachtov, yeah, we're proving, listen, you got Psukim here proving this concept. Asher Yachtov Namtik Said. When we all get together, Namtik Said, secrets become sweet. Mi Besa Kim, and to the house of Hashem, Nahalech Beragesh. We walk forward with excitement, we walk forward with feeling. Okay, let's go a little bit, uh, a little bit vital. Says the Gabara, Bamemephisin. The lotteries themselves were not really a chilek of the avoda. So what did the kahanim wear at the time? Were they wearing the big day avoda? Like, how were they dressed? Rav Nachman Omar, Rav Nachman says, okay, um, we're going to give, we're going to read through this machlekes, and then uh, we'll stop two lines from the bottom. Rav Nachman Omar, Rav Nachman says, the big day chayl. They wore big day chayl, okay? And because they didn't know who's even going to do the avoda. So everybody was there in their, we'll call it street clothes. And, the, you know, obviously they came to, to Shul and to the Beit Samikdash respectfully, but they weren't wearing their big day kahuna. Rashi explains. Once they won the lottery, us. Oh, so now it's time to go change. Rav Shei Zamar, no, but big day kaitish. Shei says no. Everybody's over, even at the lottery, everybody's wearing big day kaitish. Rav Nachman, Amr, big day chayil. Rav Nachman says big day chayil, di'i amr, big day kaitish. Because if you're going to tell me they wore big day kaidesh, because there's going to be um, there's, there's going to be some people who who uh, get a little uh, a little too aggressive, okay? Now, what does it mean that you get a little too aggressive? It means that uh, they'll they'll start pulling shtick. They'll start pulling shtick and making sure not so many people are able to have uh, be ready, you know, or whatever it was, okay? And Rav Sheshes Amar no, but big day kodesh. The Amar big day chayil. If you're going to say that they were big day chayil, Agav de Chavivusei Mikruve of the. Okay, here's the. He says, I'll tell you why you need big day kodesh. 
because as soon as one of them wins, he's going to be so excited to start the Aveda. He may just start doing it, but and, and he's not going to be wearing his big day kahuna. And therefore, just in case, just in case, just in case, everybody's already dressed so that we don't chas v'sholem come to a situation where the where the one who does win the lottery um, ends up performing the avaida without uh, changing into his big day kahuna, and we're going to focus more bezajem on this machlekes as we move ahead till tomorrow, and um, we will pick up from here. We're going to stop here. Two lines from the two lines from the bottom of Chaf Dalit Amud Beis Amar Reb Nachman.